Today on Soundtrack Alley, I'll be looking at some science fiction to celebrate from the past year, and a few fan favorites that just can't be ignored. You'll hear some new as well as old music from excellent composers, and I hope you enjoyed this program because it begins now. I am your host, Randy Andrews, and today is National Science Fiction Day. I felt it prudent to examine some science fiction from the year of 2020, as well as a couple things that didn't come out in 2020. Let's get things going. First, let's examine a cue from a television series from HBO called Raised by Wolves. Here is the premise. This is a story about two androids raising young humans on a foreign planet in order to reboot the human race. It's a story about the consequences of conflicting religious ideas, and it's a story about an android having sex with a ghost in a machine and giving birth to a snake baby. Weird as it may seem, the score is very unique. There are some excellent science fiction special effects in the series, and there are some real-world issues with the series. It was composed by Ben Frost. It has an urethral feel to the score, and I found it fit the show perfectly. So I hope you enjoyed the main title cue from Raised by Wolves.
With this year being in a pandemic, many people have come to consider being in a virtual world, and with the influx of Zoom, many people are able to connect. Another way is through a TV series such as Upload. Here is the basic synopsis. In 2033, humans are able to upload themselves into a virtual afterlife of their choosing. When computer programmer Nathan dies prematurely, he is uploaded to the very expensive Lakeview, but soon finds himself under the thumb of his possessive, still-living girlfriend Ingrid. It's an interesting premise with a very original score to the series. The score is by Joseph Stevens, and it was very simplistic in its contrast of organic instruments and some very good synth elements. I hope you enjoy this cue from the main theme for Upload. You will hear a little bit of dialogue at the beginning. Shit. Tech support! Tech support! Welcome back. Another science fiction program that was released this year was Picard. It's set in the prime universe of Star Trek, which grounds it and helps us longtime viewers of Star Trek to feel closer to the characters. This series didn't go over that well for fans of the series. However, there are elements of the series that, with characters and with familiar themes, that are very welcome. Here's the basic premise. At the end of the 24th century, and 14 years after his retirement from Starfleet, Jean-Luc Picard is living a quiet life in his vineyard, Chateau Picard. When he is sought out by a mysterious young woman, Dodge, in need of his help, he soon realizes she may have personal connections to his own past. Shortly after the destruction of Romulus, Starfleet reneged on a prior commitment to help the, of the evacuation, culminating with a battalion of rogue Starfleet synthetics attacking the Mars colonies. This set forth a series of unprecedented events 
which leads to a galactic conspiracy. The composer for the series is Jeff Russo, and I believe he does an amazing job with capturing the unique nature of the show and still holds the element of original Star Trek lore. There are many themes to the Star Trek universe, and for the age of Patrick Stewart, this fits very well and gives us a very beautiful melody from Jeff Russo. I hope you enjoy the main theme from Picard. Next on our list of science fiction that came out during 2020 is Brave New World, 
originally written as a novel by Aldous Huxley. The plot of the series is an idyllic utopia whose peace and stability hinge upon control of monogamy, privacy, money, family, and history itself. Everyone belongs to everyone else, conditioned from birth at the hatchery. Residents of New London are assigned a letter of the Greek alphabet and relegated to predetermined life roles in accordance with expectations for their bioengineered caste. As members of society's upper echelons and those of the marginalized fringes begin to question the so-called faultless rules of their reality, perfection gets flipped on its head. Of course, based on Aldous Huxley's prophetic book from 1932, this genre-bending science fiction and fantasy drama imagines a world steeped in holographic pleasure with hedonistic values rebranded as selflessness for the good of the collective. In a pressure cooker of norms, both straight-jacketed and free-wheeling, humanity is on a collision course with forbidden love and revolutionary uprising. The composer of this series is Jordan Gang and Jeff Russo. Like a lot of series in 2020, the score is not very inventive and is rather bland. However, it does fit the show perfect, and it shows on this list that it's a series from 2020. Consider the main theme.
Welcome back. The next science fiction program I was surprised didn't get better praise was Snowpiercer. The original film was so good, but the series had audiences nodding off after the third episode. It didn't live up to its expectations, and I would have expected them to continue after the train wreck or even after the events leading up to the uprising and the conclusion from what the film shows us. Here's the plot in case you are wondering. Set more than seven years after the world has become a frozen wasteland, this series centers on the remaining people who inhabit a gigantic, perpetually moving train that circles the globe. The composer of the score is Bear McCreary. He does a fantastic job with the build-up of the world and the inclusion of elements from the film score in the television production. I hope you enjoy this cue from the series. sci-fi superhero show is Stargirl from the CW. Here's the premise. High school student Courtney Whitmore inspires an unlikely group of young heroes to stop the villains of the past. It doesn't seem to be a high-intensity superhero program, but it's fun, and the score is by Pinar Toprak, who has done amazing work with the show Krypton, as well as the film Captain Marvel. I'll be playing the Q, the Cosmic Staff, from the Season 1 of Stargirl, and I hope you enjoy it.
Next in our line of science fiction shows and films during 2020 is Vagrant Queen, which only aired on the Sci-Fi Channel and only went one season. The score is currently unavailable. The TV series is based on the comic from Vault Comics. Here's the plot. Former child queen Elida, her old frenemy Isaac, and optimistic mechanic Amy escape Lazaro's army in an adventure across a dangerous galaxy as they attempt to take her nemesis down. The composer is James Mathis and Andres Smith. I'll be playing two clips from the series, and it will illustrate some of the work that these two have been able to do. Both have dialogue, but I think you'll enjoy it. First, I'll play Elida and Amy have an intimate moment, and then Amy fights an insectoid. Hey, you uh, found the pot already? Hey, you're back. <laughs> yeah, we did. A minor rodent issue, but we need to help us out. Sounds like you had quite the adventurous day yourself. Uh, not the most fun I've ever had, but we have a way into Republic space. Great. Just hooked up a Thunderstrike Z500 regulator. She'll get to Wix just fine. She's a great ship. You're a great pilot. Must be strange being here, surrounded by so much of your past, but in a totally unfamiliar place. Yeah. This queen they all see feels like someone else. And that kid. It's just, there's so many things I wish I could go back and tell her, you know? I used to obsess about that. What I could change if I had another chance. It took me a while to accept that I couldn't change the past. Only what was right in front of me, here and now. We are not alone. Oh, uh, uh, hello. Please put down my diffusion chamber. Uh. 
drop it. You should run, Amei. I, I, I didn't know you could do that. Unfortunately, it is a low-voltage shot. It will be waking up soon. It is best to kill it now. a longer-term plan. Thinking. The arms of the Scarabine are extremely sharp, adapted to pierce the exoskeleton of its arthropod prey. Where are you going with this? You could use its arm to pierce its own skull. Wow, Winnie B. Super dark. I need a moment. That is why you can't leave the hatch wide open. Bugs get in. Alita. She can't hear you. At least not in any way that she can grasp. Her symptoms seem to be the effect of the clap rock venom. Are her hands cold? I see. Then she is in the final stages of deliriousness. Make sure she stays hydrated. After that, it is a matter of time until the venom works its way through the body. Side effects? A terrible headache and diarrhea. I'll prepare the plumbing. <sighs> She's had worse. Come on, buddy. I gotta get you to bed. You're gonna wake up with one hell of a hangover tomorrow morning. Hey, there's more parts in the bag back there. Right. I'll fix them in. We can leave soon. And close the house. Next on the list is Devs. I don't have much information on this series. Here's the plot though. Devs is an FX limited series that focuses on a young engineer named Lily Chan who works for Amaya, a cutting edge tech company based in Silicon Valley. After her boyfriend Sergey's apparent suicide, Lily suspects foul play and begins to investigate. She quickly realizes that all roads lead to forests. Amaya's enigmatic CEO and devs, the company's secret development division. In Lily's quest to discover the truth, she uncovers a technology-based conspiracy that could change the world. Change in worlds is always a sci-fi staple. We must adhere to that whenever possible. So I've got one cue from devs, the series, the composers are Ben Salisbury and Jeff Barrow. I hope you enjoy this cue, or the universe is deterministic.
target acquired. Next on our list is a movie that came out early on in 2020 called Tenant. This film was a Christopher Nolan film and is a science fiction, of course. Here's the plot: A secret agent embarks on a dangerous time-bending mission to prevent the start of World War III. The plot reminds me of Twelve Monkeys, but I digress. The composer of the film was Ludwig Göransson, who's become quite a name after scoring The Black Panther, as well as currently The Mandalorian. I hope you enjoy the suite of music from that film.
Welcome back. Next on my list is 2067. This film I really want to see. I saw the trailer and it intrigued me so much that I want to wait until it comes to video so I can watch it. Here's the plot of this cool sci-fi thriller. When Earth's air become unbreathable, a message from the future sends a man on a dangerous mission to an unknown world to save the human race. The composer to this great sci-fi film is Kenneth Lampole and Kirsten Axelholm. I hope you enjoy the cue I've chosen for this film. I love it, and I hope you do as well. Another inclusion in this year's Better Science Fiction Films is Underwater with Kristen Stewart. Here's the plot. Disaster strikes more than six miles below the ocean surface when water crashes through the walls of a drilling station. Led by their captain, survivors realize that their only hope is to walk across the seafloor to reach the main part of the facility. But they soon find themselves in a fight for their lives when they come under attack from mysterious and deadly creatures that no one has ever seen. The film is quite the thriller and borders on horror, but still stays in the, in the realm of sci-fi. The composer of the film was Marco Beltrami and fits the score to a T. 
I love his work with the Resident Evil films as well as the Underworld films. He's an excellent composer and uses some very unique instrumentation for the scores he does. I hope you enjoy this cue from the film called Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea. Welcome back. The next on my list is actually an anime film called Weathering With You. The animation fits with The Girl Who Leapt Through Time and some other films with similar animation. Here's the plot. A boy runs away to Tokyo and befriends a girl who appears to be able to manipulate the weather. I found this score beautiful by Japanese rock band rad wimps. It's a highly unusual take for them and I found it wonderful. I've chosen a cue that highlights some of the beautiful melodies and I hope you enjoy it. It's called Time with Family. 
Next on our list is Archive. The film is composed by Stephen Price. Here is the basic plot of this underrated Android vs. Man film. 2038. George Almore is working on a true human equivalent AI. His latest prototype is almost ready. The sensitive phase is also the riskiest, especially as he has a goal that must be hidden at all costs, being reunited with his dead wife. It's a rather dark film, but gives us the emotional stability that lends itself to the best science fiction writing in film. I hope this film gets better praise. I'll be playing a cue called What Do You Need to Know? I hope you find it haunting and beautiful. Thank you. 
The next film is called Bloodshot. It's based on the Valiant comic by the same name. Here's the basic plot in this Vin Diesel superhero action film. After he and his wife are murdered, Marine Ray Garrison is resurrected by a team of scientists. Enhanced with nanotechnology, he becomes a superhuman biotech killing machine, Bloodshot. As Ray first trains with fellow super soldiers, he cannot recall anything from his former life. But when his memories flood back and he remembers the man that killed both him and his wife, he breaks out of the facility and gets revenge, only to discover there's more to the conspiracy than he thought. The composer of the film was Steve Jablonski, and I love his work. I hope you enjoy this cue called Bloodshot.
Next on our list seems to go through development hell for a long time since they first wanted the film to have a more realistic look to it. But with test audiences, it flopped. They changed the story a bit and also reintroduced the title character as being what he was meant to be. The film I speak of is Sonic the Hedgehog. Here's the plot. The world needs a hero. It got a hedgehog. Powered with incredible speed, Sonic embraces his new home on Earth, until he accidentally knocks out the power grid, sparking the attention of uncool evil genius Dr. Robotnik, played by Jim Carrey. Now it's supervillain versus supersonic in an all-out race across the globe to stop Robotnik from using Sonic's unique power to achieve world domination. This is an all-out adventure movie. The composer is Junkie XL, or Tom Holkenberg, and he pulls out all the stops for this fun action romp. I hope you enjoy the cue I've chosen called, He Is My Friend.
Next on the show is a horror sci-fi film called The Invisible Man. It's a blend where science meets man and joins through mind and body. Here's the basic plot. After staging his own suicide, a crazed scientist uses his power to become invisible to stalk and terrorize his ex-girlfriend. When the police refuse to believe her story, she decides to take matters into her own hands and fight back. The score is composed by Benjamin Walfish. I hope you enjoy this terrifying cue I've chosen called Escape.
in our new releases for 2020, the last one I'll cover is an homage to H.P. Lovecraft. It's called Color Out of Space. The plot is this. After a meteorite lands in the front yard of their farm, Nathan Gardner, who's played by Nicolas Cage, and his family find themselves battling a mutant extraterrestrial organism that infects their minds and bodies, transforming their quiet rural life into a technicolor nightmare. Colin Stetson did the score for this technicolor dream world of a film, and the cue of Chosen is Contact. I hope you enjoy it.
As honorable mentions for this year, I've got two. First, I'd like to play an old classic favorite from Blade Runner with original soundtrack by Vangelis. The reason for this was that in late 2019, all the way through 2020, was a comic release of Blade Runner 2019. And it has two upcoming different series set for 2021. The comic has been amazing following a different Blade Runner named Ash. It's really a good story and I can't wait to see where it's taken through the world of Blade Runner. So I'll be playing a suite of music from Blade Runner from 1982 with original music by Vangelis.
Sadly, we've come down to another end of Soundtrack Alley. I'd like to thank Alexander Shebel for composing Soundtrack Alley's theme music. I'd also like to thank Eric Woods for releasing me onto his station. You can find the archive of my show on Anchor, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, among many other places, under Soundtrack Alley Spotlight. Otherwise, check out the show through cinematicsound.net, and also check out my other program, Anime Spectacular. To close the show today, I'd like to emphasize the importance of what John Powell has accomplished with being able to have a deluxe edition of Solo, A Star Wars Story, released through digital and CD release. It's over two hours of film music, and it has an amazing array of themes and music cues that you may not have noticed through the film. Today, I'll present a cue of music from the album called Castle Run in Less Than 12 Parsecs. I hope you've enjoyed this lengthy yet concise list of music that came out for 2020. So enjoy this music, and until next time, keep pursuing science fiction for another year, and happy listening.
Thank you for tuning in to the Cinematic Sound Radio Network. I want to thank Tim Burden for providing his voice for all the bumpers and stingers you hear throughout the program, and David Cosina for providing Cinematic Sound Radio's theme music. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please email us at cinematicsound at yahoo.com. You can find us on social media at Sinsound Radio on Twitter and Cinematic Sound on Facebook. And if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, please take a moment right now to rate the show and write a brief review. Reviews help introduce potential listeners to the show. And while you're at it, head over to Tee Public to get a Cinematic Sound Radio t-shirt. And don't forget to check out Cinematic Sound Radio at cinematicsound.net. <laughs>